Hi, I'm Dr. Tony Mork, endoscopic spine specialist. Today I'd like to just talk a little bit about lumbar foraminal stenosis. And whether it's in the cervical spine or the lumbar spine, and the foraminal canals are stenosed or narrowed, the problem is essentially the same. And that is, if you think about a foraminal canal, which is smaller than, say, the central canal where the spinal cord traverses, the little or foraminal canals can get deposits or something inside the canal other than the nerve. The nerve is supposed to pass through uh, unobstructed, but if something develops along the foraminal canal, such as some type of a deposit of bone or soft tissue or disc, for example, uh, those end up competing for space with the nerve and causing some type of, usually in this case, buttock, leg, or foot pain. Let's just review the anatomy of the lumbar spine briefly. Just remember that this is the vertebrae. These are the facet joints. And you can see the yellow spinal cord going down through the center. This is the central canal, the larger canal, that either uh, allows passage of the spinal cord or of all the nerves uh, uh, in the lower lumbar spine called the cauda equina. At each level, and by a level, I mean where a disc is sandwiched between two discs. So for example, this is L1 and L2, that's a level. L2 and L3 is a level, each divided by a disc. You can see that each level has passage of a nerve root out of the foraminal canal. And this short tunnel is called the foraminal canal. The obvious things that can narrow a foraminal canal are if you can, you can see that if this disc was gone and this vertebrae was on top of this, that this bone would be closer and it would have some narrowing. Another thing that causes narrowing is, remember this is a joint, a facet joint, so if there's any overgrowth of bone or uh, osteophytes or spurs, that these can also dig in to the nerve root. And it's, this is referred to as foraminal stenosis. Another cause would be that you can see that if the disc pushes out into the foraminal canal, that it can compete for space as well with the nerve root. There's also congenital narrowing of the foraminal canal and also sometimes the lining or the ligamentum flavum type of soft tissue can become very thick and also compete for space with the nerve. All of these things can contribute to foraminal stenosis. One way to diagnose foraminal stenosis is with the use of an MRI scan. I'm going to show you what a normal foraminal canal looks like. And we're looking, we're, again, we're using slices looking at the spine from the side like this. So that this is the vertebrae, this is the disc, vertebrae, disc, etc. So the dark bands are the disc. In this particular case, we can see a foraminal canal perfectly. The dark dot in the center is the nerve root coming out of the foraminal canal. Around it is white. The white is fat. And that is insulating or covering the nerve root and protecting it. And that little other, that's probably a little vessel there that goes with it. We can see then this is a normal appearing foraminal canal. Now I'm going to show you a abnormal looking foraminal canal. 
I showed you just a second ago a foraminal canal that looked more like this, where you've got a nerve root in the center and you've got white surrounding it on all sides. At the level below, which there's a vertebrae, there's a vertebrae, and the black is the disc. This is L5-S1, and you can see that there's overgrowth of the soft tissues or maybe some of the a spur of some bone covered with soft tissue. And the nerve is kind of squashed over here to the center. We have a little bit of a disc coming up here, but mainly the pressure is coming from this spur covered with some soft tissue. And you can see that the, the nerve, instead of being nice and round like this, looks like a, like a kidney bean. So it's been get, getting exposed to some pressure. This is an example of foraminal stenosis. And it is best diagnosed on the sagittal slices, or the slices from looking at the spine from the side, rather than looking at the spine from the top, which is an axial slice. The goal of treatment would be to unroof this, and it can be done with an endoscope from inside, or you can go from the outside and take a portion of the facet joint to remove the bone all the way down to the foraminal canal where the nerve is. So you would actually have the nerve exposed at the end, and this would actually decompress the nerve root. Thank you very much for looking at this presentation. I hope you enjoyed it. If you've got any questions or comments, please contact me at drtonymark.com or at the office, and I look forward to giving you another presentation in the future.